of the living geek. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on the Night of the Living Geeks Network. We are going to talk about WWE Fastlane, Monday Night Raw, SmackDown Live, 205 Live, NXT, and we have some questions from Facebook and possibly Twitter. I haven't checked. My name is John, and joining me this week, as always, is the Mark Andrews to my Eddie Dennis, Marianne. Who's apparently just really excited Ecstatic. that I mentioned Mark Andrews. I love Mark Andrews. We know this. He is such a sweet man. I, I adore him. I've been told this, yes. Haven't you met him? No. <gasps> I stood next to him. He's wonderful. You should meet him. Confirmed. Super nice guy. So um, how's it going? Really good. I had told you before I need to tell you about the brand meeting I had on Sunday. So, like, every so often we have brand meetings, like, getting together to, like, talk about, like, new styles and blah, all that garbage. And they uh, introduced a new dress code. We have to wear aprons now. Oh, cool. I was excited because I thought they were all black. Oh, To not. which, because with the aprons comes a more lax dress code so we can wear distressed jeans as long as they don't have, like, gaping. Op- I can't wear orange Cassidy pants, basically, at work. Okay, but- um, <laughs> oh, I have a question. What yeah. the fuck are distressed jeans? Just faded ones or oh. ones that have, like, frays in them and stuff. Um, but, right. and we can, we can wear, like, way more casual things. And I don't have to think as hard when I get dressed, which is fucking awesome. But I thought they were all black, but instead they're dark blue denim aprons. And I went, I went, fuck this shit. I'm leaving. And they were like, also, Marianne, after we get aprons, you can't wear hats anymore. Wow. And I straight up. Yeah, I was allowed. We were technically weren't, but I did it anyways. But (laughs) so I, I stood up and I said to my boss, I was like, so you're telling me. I have to take a shower every day now when I come to work. Because before, I would just wear a hat when my hair was dirty and I didn't want to take a shower. But we had introduced this new, like, not like grading system, but we can we can give each other, like, um, we can shout each other out and stuff. Yeah. Like, if we get customer compliments and things like that. And then we have, like, like store tiers where we compete to get different things uh-huh. and i guess like this one award that we have to, like to get certified for doing something it's straight up they're like yeah and then after that we get this belt thing and i went is that a wrestling belt am i competing for a wrestling fucking belt right now were in you? a retail store was it they it were like yeah i thought of you when i brought it up and i was like this is this oh, is man. a wrestling belt like what is going on right now I, I am okay with this, 100%. What a time. Yeah, but the brand meeting, I showed up and I was like, honestly, you guys, I'm just here for the donuts. Oh, man, I miss retail meetings that just had donuts. But then then again... Well, I had a manager that used to make donut. like hella food and she would make like um, breakfast potatoes with egg and then she would put like not sweetened like uh, corn cereal, like mixing with like cheese and potatoes and stuff. And it was the most amazing thing. And now I just get fucking donuts. Whatever. Nothing wrong with donuts. Nothing wrong with free food, though, man. That and is I, I could, confirmed. Yeah, and I showed up in my Dean Ambrose sweatpants and my my Trent Beretta shirt that says "Dipshit Loser" on it. 
Because I don't care at 7 o'clock in the morning. True. It's very hard to care. You're not sick anymore. How are you? Uh, I'm still... I still have like a runny nose. This is fucking ridiculous. I listened to one of our previous episodes to because I had forgotten something that I had written down a while ago. Yeah. And I was sick during it. And I was like, why do I like my sick voice better than my actual voice? Mm, you got a little bit of the, uh, the Phoebes there. I don't... Well... <laughs> Oh my God, John yeah. Fingle. I got to, oh, that's another thing. I got told by a customer, two customers within three days, that they're like, oh, have you seen Orange is the New Black? And I'm like, are you about to tell me that I sound like Laura Prepon right now? <laughs> and they were like, yeah, you sound just like her. And I'm like, yeah, except my voice isn't as deep, you know? Right. And then I had two separate people in one day that were like, has anyone ever told you that you look like that actress? And I was like, Tilda Swinton. And they were like, yeah, you look just like her. And I went, so you're telling me I look like an alien? So here's a little side note on that. Um, <laughs> Tilda Swinton's name has come up as... I know. I was going to ask you about that a possibly while Possibly going to play the next Doctor. And if that happens, Marianne, I'm making you cosplay as... <laughs> no, it's happening. You're doing it. <laughs> I will make you. I will force you. This will be the only time I will not take no for an answer. Okay. I will force you to cosplay. Well, I had said before, because, you know, I was using the Doctor Strange movie, and I, yes. had t- I had posted a picture on Instagram, and I was like, okay, this is me if I ever decided to cosplay Voldemort, <laughs> the end, because it legit looks like me yeah. if I decided to cosplay Voldemort. I, I, I will say that I do kind of resemble Tilda Swinton when I'm not wearing makeup, but I get so many people that tell me that all the time, and it's so fucking annoying, because half the time they can't remember her name, and so they just start yeah. describing the plots in the, of the movie she's been in. Oh my god. I had a customer who straight up did the whole plot of the Chronicles of Narnia because he couldn't remember the name of it or any of the characters and so he was just listing off like these random things and i w- had to follow along and i'm like oh are you talking about the chronicles of Narnia? <laughs> are you telling me i look like the white witch like right now Oh yeah that would be a killer cosplay if it wasn't so bloody expensive yeah but enough about me yeah <laughs> <laughs> just stop talking for the rest of <laughs> this will just be me for the rest i well was... it's about to be for fast lane all right so <laughs> I'm going to let you all in on a little secret here. Uh, uh, yeah. I was going to record a Fastlane recap with, um, I guess, friend of the show, because she's been on the show, uh, Courtney. Oh, my God. That would have been great. And Courtney and I were both watching Fastlane, and she said, yeah, I really don't give a shit about any of this stuff that is happening right now. And I said, you know what? I 100% agree with you. Let's not record because I don't think I have the energy to do it. So Remember we, when we were going to record after WrestleMania and then we went, mm, nah. That we're not doing that this year. This year we're recording after WrestleMania. Yeah, but the last one was so meh that we <clears throat> yeah. were like, that's not even worth it. So I actually stopped watching Fastlane to record a podcast. Podcastica. Go check it out. NOTLG.com. So I'm going <laughs> to run down Fastlane. Plugcast. Really Really quickly here, um, because spoilers, it wasn't very good. And if whoever posted on Marianne's post via uh, about our text messages, who's who's he said, oh, it, it's not that bad. Yeah, dude, it was fucking bad. I the, don't remember who said it. Higher Stupid your person. expectations. That's what you said to me when I said Mojo Rally. I would have my Make a Wish be have a pizza party with Mojo Rally, and you were like, please heighten your expectations <laughs> please hire your standards okay let's see here so we had um samojo defeating Sami Zayn. uh the match was pretty good i mean Sami Zayn bumps like a maniac 
that match was good. We had the uh, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson defeating Enzo Amore and Big Cass. Meh. Sasha Banks defeating Nia Jax via roll-up, which I guess make... I don't know. It was weird. The match was okay. And then we got to just... I don't know what the fuck was happening. We had Cesaro defeating Jinder Mahal. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Is this a negative about Cesaro? Yeah, why is he fighting Jinder Mahal? Give him something better to do. What is this? Are you complaining about even like looking at Cesaro I didn't care like I did not care about this match and it was a Cesaro match I love Cesaro (laughs) then after that we had the big show taking on Rusev and I this match was okay but it's like what am I watching this for then we had Neville taking on Jack Gallagher this match was fantastic you guys have to go watch this match like if there's two matches you watch on this card Samoa Joe and Sami Zayn and then Neville and Jack Gallagher I'm not going to lie to anybody. I didn't watch the Roman Reigns-Braun Strowman match, which I was excited for, but I heard it sucked, and Roman Reigns won for some reason. Okay, there goes all of Braun's momentum. And Bailey defeated Charlotte, thus ending her pay-per-view streak. And now we get to the main event, which was a whole whopping 22 seconds, and Goldberg defeated Kevin Owens and is the new Universal Champion now. It should tell you something when I was like, wait. That wasn't the main event, forgetting what the main event was. Yes. So I have I have a lot of things I need I need to say right now. He he John did text me and what it, what is it that I posted on Instagram? I can't remember. I had said you were going to go on a tangent just warning and I went I'm excited for this. That means I could just sit here and watch you and not have to say anything. So go. <laughs> I was uh, after after Fastlane was over, I, you know, was on the internet and I saw a lot of negativity and I guess some people, you know, you're welcome to your opinion. But if you didn't see Unless this Unless it's wrong, then you're not. If you didn't see this shit coming, I don't know what the fuck to tell you. If you thought Kevin Owens by some fucking miracle was gonna retain the championship, you're out of your goddamn mind. We have been trying to tell this Brock Lesnar Goldberg story for months. It's been building up to them having a match at WrestleMania. I don't know what planet you've been on, but everybody who has eyes and ears knows that this is where Mark we were going. Planet. The planet of the Marks. Now, if you're if you're mad that Kevin Owens lost in 22 seconds, here's another news flash for you. Brock Lesnar in, let's just say, kayfabe, is supposed to be a bigger monster than anybody in the WWE with, I guess, the exception of now Goldberg. There's no fucking way that how, Bill... How long did it take for Brock Lesnar to lose? John's pissed. I'm just curious. To lose what? Oh, it was a minute and 20 seconds. Okay, continue. There's no way on any fucking planet where you're trying to tell a story where Kevin Owens is going to fight Bill Goldberg in some epically long battle that Goldberg in his entire career, has never even done. I think he's maybe had one 25-minute long match. There was, there apparently was a house show, and this could be just the biggest troll job of all time. And if there's, ta- <laughs> if there's tape of this, I definitely want to see it. Uh, he apparently fought to a 60-minute draw with Dean Malenko. Uh, I want to see this fucking match because it's, it's, it's documented somewhere. Also, you love Dean Malenko. And I love Dean Malenko. So if you thought... For some reason that Bill Goldberg was going to have this crazy long match with Kevin Owens 
where I, I just don't know what to tell you. I just saw, oh, this is bad booking. We've been fucking building to Bill Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. And, yeah, it's for the title. And I don't know what to tell you. Like, uh, and the other thing is, how long has this Jericho Owens thing been going on for? It's been going on for eight months. We're going to have, that's going to be a match. It's not going to be a title versus title. It's just, I don't understand. And people are just so pissed off at WWE. And it's like, well, First of all, go fucking find somewhere else to watch. If you enjoy wrestling, there's a lot of places you can go to and you can spend your money on. It's just people complaining to complain. And also, Roman Reigns is the greatest of all time. You can all go fuck yourselves. Why, John? Why is he the greatest? Because he's the big dog and he runs the yard. And also? <laughs> and if he defeats The Undertaker at WrestleMania, I'm buying a shirt. Remember when he eliminated The Undertaker? I do. Making him the greatest. And Roman Reigns can wrestle. If you can't see that, then just stop fucking watching wrestling. I don't know what the fuck to tell you. Yeah, he's like... I mean, there's there's not a conspiracy as to the reason why he's been having such fucking phenomenal matches. Like, there is a common denominator in that situation, and his name is Roman Reigns. It's annoying. I'm just kind of... I'm kind of Annoying. <laughs> I don't get it. Annoying. Annoying. Did I say it wrong? No. Like his last name. Oh, is that his last name? Annoy. Oh, like yeah. the family. Oh, annoying. Oh, my God. That was my favorite sign, though, is Roman is annoying was a fan sign that someone <laughs> oh, held up. And that. that was my fucking favorite sign of all time. Now that I promptly killed that joke and run it into the ground. That's fine. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what to tell you, but uh, I can tell you you're probably still going to watch WrestleMania. So I. <laughs> What's this the bullshit end, about it being seven hours? Uh, I saw that. I. I can't do that. Like, I can't fucking do that. Longer than a high school school day. Yeah. That's a, an entire work day. I would almost. rather go through an actual school day than yeah, watch I probably seven would too. hours of that shit. Because you know most of it is going to be wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, you know, we'll go watch Impact. They're rebranding. Fucking Reno, Reno Scum is going to be on tonight. Is it tonight or are they on Wednesday? I don't even fucking know. Dan reminded me again today and I went, uh, Okay, turn. so... Uh, if I want to say if it's on Wednesdays, do you want to start watching it? Oh, fuck yes. Okay. Because I love Reno Scum. Because it's on Thursdays. If that's news little... to anybody. You're clearly a new listener. If it's on Thursdays, Welcome. we can't do it. Yeah. I'd like to bring it in maybe to the rotation. We'll see. Maybe we'll get rid of one of these other shows. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> one so... of these other shows is not the A show. Oh, definitely not. But you know what? Raw wasn't that bad this week. I Raw kinda, was great this I, week. I enjoyed it. So we get into Monday Night Raw. Oh, man. Oh, Jericho's and I guess I should have mentioned. Jacket. I guess I should have mentioned that Chris Jericho distracted Kevin Owens with his music in the main event. And, and if you did how. not see that coming, Owens, we'll get to that when you well, talk that, about it. According to some people, that's just bad booking. <laughs> And I'm like, okay. There's lots of eye rolling going on on the other side of these mics, you guys. So, Monday Night Raw, we open with Chris Jericho. He looks like a disco ball with that goatee. <laughs> with a goatee. I love it. He comes out. He calls out Owens. He just wants to ask him why. That crowd pop was perfect. I almost cried. <laughs> it was It was good stuff. His eyes, have you noticed how they always look really bloodshot? They look significantly less bloodshot. And he also looked like he always looks really young. He looked like 10 years younger than usual. With the beard? Yes. Well, no, because he had had it, but it's like that he had changed it a little bit, like groomed it differently, and his eyes weren't bloodshot. And I'm like, is Kevin Owens the sucker of youth? Uh, I don't know. Is he friends with Owens? It's like being friends with Omen, like Owens, like the human muggle equivalent of Azkaban. Like, <laughs> it could be. If you're there huh. too long. You saw it. Never mind. 
let's not go there. But yeah, his jacket was so sick. Yeah, just killing it. So he, so he come, so uh, Owens comes out, and I believe this is where Jericho says, "Hey, I'm gonna fight you." And Owens says, I only fight for prizes. I want that United well, States basically, championship. Well, basically, Owens telling Jericho that he was never his best friend was 100% more painful than the destruction of the shield. Wow. You've heard it here, folks. That is I could huge. not watch that footage for months. I, it still hurts to watch it. That was Seth so with sad. the chair. But that shit was hella sad. <laughs> I had to pause it. never my best friend. I had to pause it and gather myself because I was so angry and so sad. That was, that was, I was actually like super sad when he said that. But man, Kevin, you gotta be a real fucking idiot if you didn't think Jericho was gonna cost that match for you. Oh yeah. Like a real fucking idiot, but. You should have seen that coming a mile away. Yeah. And then after that happened, like this is, this is me writing notes down as it was going on. I put, oh, so him talking about how Zayn was legitimately his best friend. I was like, oh, so. Zane and Jericho now, right? Right? <laughs> I don't know. But Kevin, or the I think the saddest thing I've ever heard was Chris Jericho saying, I like the idea of having a best friend. That was so sad. That's actually a very sad thing for someone to say. I, I was, like the idea. It was so sad to hear. I yeah. like the idea of having a best I was like, oh my God, this is so sad. <laughs> like, what wow. the fuck? I didn't even think about that. <laughs> oh, man. And then I believe at this point, Owens decides he's going to come down to the ring. And um, a wild Samoa Joe appears. Suit Moa Joe is here to stay. Suit Moa Joe. And I'm okay with this. And he, uh, they were beating up. Uh... At this point, I was like audibly saying, Sammy Zane, Sammy Zane, Sammy, 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 Sammy. Like, and yes! Like, Sammy Zane came out. Yeah. And it was one of those moments that was predictable as fuck. Fuck, but still made me really excited when it happened. Like, yes. What made what makes me excited now for this? And I had texted John, and he was not happy. Oh, is how I can. I was waiting. I for can this. repeat it. I can repeatedly say Zanico, but then I went. I need to make the <laughs> in Zanico in the membranico. That's probably gonna be the title of this week's episode. You're welcome, you guys. Uh. It's so bad. I warned you ahead of time. I know you did. It's fine. <laughs> that match looked like the opening was great. Yeah, and then we had a uh, Sami Zayn Kevin Owens match, which are always enjoyable. I determined during this match that if I, because I need like plaidish pants anyways to cosplay Roddy Piper, but if I can't get like the exact Roddy Piper like like plaid, uh-huh. I'm gonna ca- cosplay Sami Zayn. And just get a Sami Zayn shirt. And I was like, but I um, don't want to lower my pride enough to get a douchey page boy hat. Come on. You can get the, don't they have the Sami Zayn one that you can buy? Here is the thing. Kevin, podcast listener, asker of lots of questions on the Facebook page, said he actually owns one and he'll give it to me. And it came with his apartment. Oh, you know what? Um, I feel like we have uh, some business to take care of because um, I put Kevin on the list. That's a different week. Kevin. Yeah, I meant to say Jaron. It was Jaron. So Jaron, um, I'm crossing Kevin's name off of the list. It was a different Kevin anyway. But the, really, the person who was the new nasty Neville that stole our gimmick Jaren, is fucking Jaron. You have now. Oh, you know who else is on the list? I forgot to put this. I forgot to talk about this. So, uh, Nia Jax, you know, she's not like most girls. And my joke is she eats dinner for breakfast and breakfast for dinner. Yes. And I've been saying that for a while. 
Um, friend of the show, Richard. Richard. You mean sent- creator? Creator of Sparkle Wolf? Creator of Sparkle Wolf. <laughs> my OTP. <laughs> sent me a text message that included a screenshot of Jack in the Box's new slogan for their breakfast. And it said, dinner for breakfast, breakfast for dinner, breakfast for breakfast. So you know what happens, Jack in the Box? When you steal my catchphrase and you don't ask me? Do you know what happens, Jack in the Box? (laughs) You just made the list. (laughs) Stealing my catchphrase for Naya Jacks. You know what a lot of the, I've noticed a trend here. That's the most important thing to ever happen to Jaren is to be put on the same list as Jack in the Box. Everyone that <laughs> is on this list is currently just ripping me off. And it's That's kind why. of annoying. It's just, I don't know. I don't understand. Where were we? We're I was I was going to say that I don't have to get one of those douchey hats because yes. Kevin owns one. And I guess he didn't pay for it either. And it came with his apartment. And he was like, you can just have it. He just found a hat in the I don't apartment? know. Kevin, I know you're listening. Tell us the story. At some point, so Kevin, we're going to have you on the podcast. Just tell it then, Kevin. I'm I'm sorry that you were wrongly put on the list. That was a different Kevin. There's more than one Kevin. I don't care anymore. There's too many Kevins, including one Kevin Condren. There's I care about that one. <laughs> anyway, oh man, Kevin Owens did a pump handle. Yes, he did. I was like, uh, did I just see a Pete Dunn move? It was great. I enjoyed. It was great. I enjoyed that match very much. And then he power bombed Sami Zayn to the center of the earth. Yes, he did. Oh yeah, he did. It was like a short arm. Like he brought him back in with the mm-hmm. arm. I fucking loved that. That was very cool. I'm waiting for someone to just go through to the core of the earth. Oh well, maybe soon. Hopefully, we'll see. We had Rich Swan taking on new nasty Neville and holy fucking shit. First of all, wow, Chicago punk chants during a cruiserweight oh, match. Oh, you know what? Fuck I, off. I completely forgot about the CM Punk chants. Except hey, you, Courtney. You cool. Hey, Chicago. Let's fucking tone it down. He's not coming back. This match, though, was so fucking good. Yeah, it was fantastic. It, it is easily hands down like it. I had written it's literally been 30 seconds that I'm like, holy shit. I had to pause it and run downstairs and make my brother watch it with me. Like, this is probably my favorite WWE match of the year so far. Wow. It was so fucking good. I gave it four, if you want to know. It was really, really good. If you want to know my... Well, it was short, too. Yeah, it was very good. Like, Kyle and I were watching it, and we were just, holy shit, this is amazing. It was so good. Neville had back-to-back fantastic matches, which is awesome for him. I showed my brother a bunch of Swan videos, because he was like, holy shit. Like, uh, his favorite Swan move is the handspring cutter. Yes. But he was like, what? He's so good? And I was like, I'm glad that you like the Rich Swan, because he is a nice dude. Rich Swan also using the Phoenix Splash now as a finish. Oh, that's also amazing. Which is awesome. Uh, after the match, Austin Aries. <laughs> the biggest troll on planet Earth. Comes into the <laughs> ring to interview Neville, you know, to do his job. And Neville says nobody is on his level. And he kept spitting in his face. Yeah, he did. It was weird. And to be honest, like, I would have headbutt the shit out of someone the second they even got close enough to get spit on my sunglasses speaking of which i got caramel on my sunglasses the other day you guys there was so much caramel in my caramel frappuccino i got caramel on my caramel sunglasses i mean i don't uh, know how that's possible but. it was well, because they were hanging around my neck and it dripped i guess 
know. But yeah, I, I thought you were wearing them like no. on your face. There's there's like weird like soda stains or something on my rearview mirror in my car, and I have no idea how that happened. I mean, That's a weird one. Yeah. But right when he started fucking like getting in Aries' face, I went, "Oh shit, this Bono gig's about to end, isn't it?" Yeah. The glasses are coming off, aren't they? And they did. The glasses came off, and Austin Aries punched the shit out of Neville. He is every retail employee that has ever thought about what it would be like to just snap when a customer gets in their face. (laughs) True story. Uh, Then we had the gold, as I put it, the Goldberg-Brock Lesnar thing. where Goldberg says some shit. Goldberg took the first bump he's taken since, I want to say, 2003. It was hilarious because everybody was booing him when he yeah. got in the ring. Um, so fucking funny. Yeah. You know, there you go. We're just setting up for that. I just love how Paul Heyman came out right when the CM Punk chants got unbearable. <laughs> yes. That was funny. I like that. Uh, and I saw that F5 coming from a mile away, too. I was like, he's going to go shake his hand. And that's why are you so fucking stupid? F5. Yeah. Yes, know. definitely. I mean, it was, you, you know, that's going to be a match. And that's the other thing, uh, I guess, about that is this will be the first Goldberg match. I mean, the last couple of things, he's really done nothing. Yeah. So this will be, I think, the first Goldberg match in a while. In other news, Rick Rude's being inducted into the Hall of Fame. Yes. And they like to tell us about it all the time. <laughs> Finally. And if you didn't realize how much of Joey Ryan's gimmick is actually Rick Rude, congrats. You do now. Yeah, seriously. Um, <laughs> I love Rick Rude. Rick Rude's great. I was a huge fan of wcw slash nwa rick rude that was my favorite rick rude because i was a huge nwa wcw kid they did a um rick rude and then they did a my favorite like the women's history month like they like to mention it yes um my favorite thing about women's history month videos and posts is just seeing malala use um pictures Mm -hmm. she is absolutely magical human being pause for a second if you want to read a fucking great book her book is phenomenal you could actually find it free on the internet like it's as so it, good as like it's like are you well talking, i had like, to read pirating? it i had to read it for school and my teacher was like oh you can just find it on this website and just get it and read it off the website oh cool. yeah or you could get it yourself it's an amazing read reading about her father was like her father's one of the most amazing people. If you want if you want to have a little bit of faith restored in humanity, read that book. It's so fucking good. But um this ad has been brought to you by the Letter of Jericho and contributions from listeners like you. Thank you. Awesome. That was <laughs> Bailey cool. and Sasha. Wait, that was next, right? No. I forgot. Okay, so oh, first of all, you watch Hulu. I forgot to mention that my cable has been cut and so I cannot watch it live anymore. I can't watch either of them live, and I can't watch them when my they come God. on later Your because my parents have the TV. Your take a big hit. You might, and you, you might, are just so man, internally might, excited for you this. You might come back down to earth here. Oh, boy. John's oh, so man. happy, you guys. Guys, I'm sitting at 890. Can we help me out here, please? I know I don't tweet a lot or as much as I used to. Because it's off-season in baseball? No, because I have a job that I am not in front of a computer all the time now, so... That's depressing. Not really. I thoroughly enjoy my job. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> it's a lot take, of fun. Take the helm with Raw right now, please. All right, so Akira Tozawa versus Arya Davari. I don't watch Arya Davari matches anymore. We had the New Day versus the Shining Stars, and they brought out this ice cream cart, and I don't know what the fuck Big E is doing, but he's, like, making out with the cart and, like, licking Remember it. that line I was talking about where Big E was about to cross into not being funny and being disgusting? Yeah. He's on that line again. He is. It was weird. That being said, understand it. this whole Tom Phillips business, I rediscovered an old Big E tweet where he had blown up a picture of Tom Phillips and he had tagged him and he says, Tom Phillips looking like he just rifled through your parents, your mother's undie drawer and oh is going to go God. write in your journal about it. Jesus. <laughs> Tom. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Shut up, Tom. It all makes sense now. Anyway, we had the uh, Foley... Bailey, Charlotte, Sasha, Stephanie thing, which basically ended with Stephanie saying Sasha is going to fight Bailey, and if Sasha wins, then it'll be Bailey versus Sasha versus Charlotte at Mania. I will say that Dana looking great in normal clothes as usual, Dana and no, bro- that was not sarcasm. Wow, yeah, just growing as people when she's w- right. for real. We'll get to that. Jeez. But yeah, she always looks great when she dresses like a normal human. But otherwise, I guess she's like Natalia. They just don't know how to dress her properly where she doesn't look massive, like super top heavy, like an improper fraction. <laughs> yes. <laughs> an improper fraction. Oh, my God. Um, so we had Sasha versus Bailey. Uh, Sasha ends up getting the win. And we're going to have Bailey versus Sasha versus Charlotte at Mania for now until Nia Jax gets put into that match. Which will inevitably happen. Yes, of course. We had a Triple H thing. I didn't watch it. (laughs) He probably was just like, Seth Rollins didn't care about this business, and now I'm going to end his career. All hail. (laughs) Samoa Joe versus Chris Jericho in a match I didn't know I wanted to see. Uh, it, It was all right. Joe wins via countout. Imagine, okay, so watching Chris Jericho hit Samoa Joe, like, um, like I imagine those drop kicks as being like, uh, okay, drop kicking a dude as large as Samoa Joe would be like, like trying to drop kick one of those giant slabs of beef at the butchers that's just hanging by a hook and nothing happens. The ones that that people usually um use for boxing practice yes or montages yes i can see that <laughs> yes any do you have any other thoughts on this match i thought no. it was i thought it was pretty decent it was i i love chris jericho mm-hmm. we know this yes i for some reason did not take notes on the last part of the show hey you know what that's fine because i have a plenty of notes okay cool so throughout the night braun Strowman is telling everybody that he's gonna call roman reigns out He's going to call him out and finish what he started last night. So Braun comes out and he says, it's actually great. He's like, Roman, nobody in Chicago likes you. And everyone's like, yay. And he's like, I don't like you either. So come out here so I can like. I don't like scarves. Beat the shit out of you. (laughs) And I hate scarves. So it's like, all right, he's calling Roman out. And then we hear the gong of the bell. And The Undertaker makes his way to the ring. 20 minutes later. He finally enters the ring. (laughs) And he's looking Braun up and down. And Braun's kind of just looking at him. And Braun says, all right, I'm going to leave. So he leaves. And The Undertaker's music, I think, starts to play again. And he's like, so this makes absolutely no sense. He comes out just to like stare down 
Braun, and then he's like, well, I'm going to leave now. It was just so random. And it probably cost him a lot of money, because fuck The Undertaker. And Roman comes out, and he's talking some shit. He's like, hey, Braun called me out, so why don't you get out of my yard? <laughs> and I was like, this is great. <laughs> and then The Undertaker choke slams Roman Reigns. So... And it stopped being great. And that's basically where Raw went off the air. So I guess we're going to look at Roman versus The Undertaker at WrestleMania. Is Roman going to continue to As be... I yawned like heavily. Even though Roman's the best ever? The best ever. You heard it here first. Actually, Braun might be the best ever. <laughs> SmackDown Live confirmed a show for multiple reasons this week. I mean, first of all, we start out with Shane O'Mac and Daniel Bryan. First of all, did you see that that audience member sign that said here for Natty or paid to see Natty? Man, what a waste of money. I said, okay, first of all, it's so sad because I legit thought that it was a joke. I thought, oh, they're joking that somebody actually paid them to see Natty because I couldn't fathom somebody saying that and being serious. Like that's legitimately I saw and I immediately interpreted it as them being like joking. Like somebody yeah. like Natalia paid me to come and see her. Not yes. that they were being serious. And I went, wow, that's really sad. Well, I mean, we all got to have favorites, I guess. But I honestly, it opened with Shane and Daniel and I love how they broke it down for us. Like what was going on, like why, like what they were doing and why, like it makes us as fans feel more involved. And yes. I like how they function as a unit, yet respect each other's opinions yes. like and their positions. Like, it's great. It's a good partnership. It shows that you don't need a corrupt authority figure to spark controversy, like, in a plot or ignite emotions or whatever. Like, yes. you can leave that up to your roster and still have a an authority figure that's respected exactly. and is fair. So, which is great. And I feel like that is one of the main things that really has it one up on Raw. Raw. There's several reasons. And I think I have another one later, but that's just a good one. So they come out and basically say, look, we got a problem here. Randy Orton is back in the picture, but AJ Styles has jumped through all these hoops. Shane thinks AJ should be the number one contender and go to WrestleMania. While on the other hand, Daniel Bryan thinks that Randy Orton should. So because of tradition. So they decide it's going to be AJ. That's why they decided it's going to be AJ versus Randy Orton in the main event to decide who goes on to face Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania. I like how there isn't a not really there's not really a power struggle between Mick and Stephanie. It's just that Stephanie is just like a fucking bully. She well she's a bully and she's also uh kind of like a fascist dictator. But yeah. Completely. But like Shane and Daniel like they seriously like work together and they respect the um let's say the experiences and the oh what's the word I'm looking for forget it but yeah I like how they respect each other and work together and they don't keep things behind the scenes from us yes. they'll be like okay you guys are probably wondering this this is how we're going to break yeah. it down it makes you feel more involved and that's what you like in a show like that's what you want to see yes Confirmed a show for that reason and many more. <laughs> and then we had James Ellsworth. He's wearing leopard print. With Carmela's um, silhouette on the back. What a great show, guys. Just uh, an amazing show. He introduces Carmela, his girl, who is or, just a or friend. His friend, who is, is also a girl. JBL with the fucking... No, I don't... He, he might he, have the quote of the night. He said, oh, no, why did we have to go to HD? Yes, that was great. We apologize to everyone. Like, I was laughing so that hard. That was very funny. <laughs> that was good shit. 
And then we had John Cena and Nikki Bella taking on Carmella and James Ellsworth. I mean, did you see how Ellsworth tried to open the ropes for Carmella, he but he didn't? didn't he it. didn't win enough to push it down, so it was pointless. So stupid. <laughs> uh, we are interrupted by The Miz and Maurice, All who go Miz. on to commentary during this match. You could really call it a match. John Cena and Nikki Bella win. Uh, Miz... Like, and any other troll, like, should be treated how you would need to treat religious fundamentalists and or, like, Westboro Baptist Church members. Like, ignore them. <laughs> like, it will piss them off even more. Like, personally, I would have found it fucking hilarious if Nikki just straight up ignored them. Like, how pissed would the Miz be? Be but very bad. The Miz talking about Women's History Month and how John Cena is capitalizing on Women's History Month was so fucking his, funny. His John Cena impression is great. I think that October, since Miz's birthday is in October, should be Miz Preciation Month. Ooh. Ms. Appreci- Appreciation Month. I like it. Well, we <laughs> when we get there, we'll Morrow, honor him. Morrow made the most amazing metaphor. He said that when James Ellsworth went to go against John Cena, it was like a pea shooter versus a panzer tank. And I went with that World War II metaphor, yeah. Mar Ronaldo. Good job. Ladies and gentlemen. He knows what he's Excellent. doing. Excellent. <laughs> Then we had... I have something else to say on that, too. Sorry. Oh, all right. No, it's fine. Like, I, I keep looking at it because you're you're taking the helm on it, and then I feel awkward, like, weirdly interrupting you. No, but you interrupt me at any time you have notes. I feel like it... I don't know, but <laughs> I feel like it makes it, like, a little bit disorganized, but I don't nope. know. But I am on a, a note on John Cena and Nikki Bella. I am so glad that the two of them are on SmackDown, not to discredit anyone else, but they're so iconic. Like, actually, you know what? I'll add Randy Orton in here as well. Also with Randy Orton that I could re- it really put SmackDown a step above Raw. Yes, not, I agree. Not, they're so iconic that it kind of stabilizes the reputation of those things. And I don't mean that to discredit anyone else at all. I'm just saying like those, the reliability and the image of those superstars being on SmackDown gives them an extra yes. edge. And that puts them above Raw. But uh, going back to what happened afterwards was Miz and Maurice attack yes. afterwards. And Miz gets in the ring and he was just like, John Cena, you don't know what twoo wuv. That's how I wanted him to say it. Oh, yes. Twoo wuv. Um, but they can call themselves the it couple all they want. But last time I checked, Dean and Renee actually won that award. Damn, shots fired. Shots fired. Speaking of Dean Ambrose. Wait. Damn it. <laughs> I have literally so much Miz on here. That's fine. I have, Go for it. I have so much Miz on my paper. You don't even understand. All hail Miz. But um, Miz is, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not wrong. Miz is amazing. Like, I just want to binge Miz promos on YouTube. Like, he's that captivating to watch. Fair. He called John Cena Robo Cena. That was so fucking funny. And it was so simple. Like when Miz talks, I actually start to agree with everything that he's saying as he goes, regardless of whether or not I agreed with him when he started. And that's truly, truly brilliant. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? I do. Like I could disagree with him, but then he like can convince me as he continues talking. And I'm like, you know what, Miz, you're fucking right. And then I went. He'd make a great politician, and that's not even a joke. Yeah. So 
Yeah, for the first time ever, I dig Maurice's outfit also. Wow. So My God. I think that's the first time I've ever actually... Well, because she didn't look like a drag queen. I love drag queens, <laughs> but Maurice is not a drag queen. All right, what do you got next? Tell Nothing. Me what I next. have Hawkins as an idiot. So we have, we have <laughs> Dean Ambrose versus... Wait, Kurt, how do you say it? Dean Ambrose <laughs> versus Kurt Hawkins and... That match didn't happen again. Hawkins is an idiot, but he's a Mets fan, so all is forgiven. True, at least on this side of the table. (laughs) Um, And then Dean Ambrose has the audacity (laughs) to call out Big Breakfast. Did okay. First of all, when Dean Ambrose comes out, when Kurt Hawkins calls him, and Kurt Hawkins wearing a giant puffy orange vest, and I went fucking (laughs) god damn it. But did I ever mention how Dean Ambrose is on my list? Like. I, I, like I believe he's number. Th- well, he was number three, but I've since updated my list. Like he was right oh after Dawn's and right before Orange Cassidy. Wow! Like I had to go back and listen to the episode where I listed them because I forgot. Like my God, who was on it? And that episode is actually super funny. So if you haven't heard, it was our end of the year episode. It was very funny. Yeah, go check that out. Yeah, I do have my updated list though. As a side note, yes, with honorable mentions. Some people, their positions on my list will never change. Do you wait? You have it right now. Yeah, it's literally right here. Oh God, I can see it. All right, fine, read it. <laughs> you loved it when I first had it. Number one, who's number one, John? Probably Chuck Taylor. Yes, if Chuck Taylor could be all ten of them, he would be all ten of them. Um, two, Tim Donst. Yep. Three, heard of him? Yeah. Um, three, Orange Cassidy, no longer Dean Ambrose. Wow. Four, Cesaro. Oh. Above Dean Ambrose. My God. Five, Dean Dean Ambrose. Ambrose. Okay. Six, Calamari Catch King Chris Brooks. Okay. Seven, podcast favorite Pete Dunn. Mm -hmm. Eight, no, I'm dark. Uh, (laughs) Nine, Scott Parker of Canadian Duo 3.0. I've I've heard of him, yes. Ten, Ty Dillinger. Honorable mentions, Mustafa Ali. Okay. And Helico. Yes. Chris Jericho. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mojo Raleigh. I say shamefully to the side. Uh, Corey Graves, Dad Shane, Tyler Breeze, and Luster the Legend from Reno Scum. Wow. Thus ends my list. What a list. What a list. Remember when you forgot Veda Scott? God, I'm so sorry, Veda. <laughs> How great was Morrow calling Kurt Hawkins Chad Hawkins, though? <laughs> he called him Chad like twice. And then I think JBL's like, who cares? <laughs> I was like, that's great. I like SmackDown Live JBL much better than Monday Night Raw too. JBL. So Dean calls out Big Breakfast and spittin', Big Breakfast. Spitting out that Big Breakfast hate. Says, I don't do what anybody says. I'm Big Breakfast. Big breakfast. I'm too scared to actually approach Dean in the ring. I am no, Jumbotron. Okay. I am Jumbotron Breakfast. Okay. It was a trap, okay? Big Breakfast was in control of this situation. He also loves Jumbotrons and breakfast. Why not? They're there. The Jumbotron is there to be used. It also, be used. me thinks that Baron Corbin probably can't cut a live promo. Yeah, it was live. Mm. It was backstage. Mm. Wow. How dare you? I don't like breakfast, dude. Anyway. And I don't like big breakfast. And I really don't like Baron Corbin. Gonna go find Baron. And Fucking more idiot. on that later. And by later, I mean after we talk about that Mojo Rally interview. Oh, Mojo. So adorable. Or he says he's going to be in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. And I wasn't surprised. And then Ziggler comes on and I stopped watching. Because I don't give a fuck about Dolph Ziggler anymore. Dude, 
his hair. <laughs> I don't care. Like we have, literally, he and I have our hair done the same right now. He is the wet blanket of the WWE. Dolph Ziggler, better or worse than Sheamus? Sheamus is better. I'm saying it right now. But is that because of Cesaro? You have to take... Wow. No. I would rather watch... Wow. I would rather watch a Sheamus match at this point in time than a Dolph Ziggler match. I don't think you guys understand how monumental this is. Holy shit. I would rather watch a Sheamus match... Then a Dolph Ziggler match. Remember that time you watched a Seamus match and you said, I, John Pingle, did in fact watch a Seamus match? Yes. And now you're saying you would willingly watch one, not that you I had to. I would. And this has nothing to do with Cesaro. Everything no. should have to be no, about Cesaro. No, it has Cesaro. nothing to do with Cesaro. Everything should be about Cesaro, to be honest. So Dean, Dean Ambrose, fucking the idiot, lunatic fringe. Is a fucking lunatic. He goes looking because <coughs> he's... You know. Unstable. He's hungry, and he's looking for a big breakfast. And guess what? He fucking found one, and he also found the pipe that the big breakfast was holding. My. He had too many mimosas with that big breakfast. God. Big banter just lays waste to Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose likes to get this shit kicked out of him backstage. Remember he got thrown? Does he like to be crushed by forklifts? Does he like to get syringes poked through his cheek? And That's John Moxley. That's, That's a different person. They're both named John without an H. It's Therefore, terrible. Therefore, same person. Confirmed <laughs> shitheads that spell their names wrong. <laughs> but remember when Brock Lesnar threw him through the windshield of a car? Yes. Dean Ambrose just loves pain, you guys. Like, honestly. So Big Breakfast, <laughs> he does some stuff and he's like, yeah, all right, bye, Dean. I'm and a he piece leaves. of shit. He did. He did say that on air. He said he just called himself a piece of shit. I'm ungrateful and don't actually appreciate what I'm doing. And I get paid to be an ungrateful brat. And there's other people that work harder than me and sacrifice money and my time and blah, 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 and are passionate about it. And they're not signed. And I am because I'm a big fucking brat. My name's Baron Corbin. Marianne, once again, working herself into a shoot. (laughs) No, he's legit a shithead. Uh, It's fine. Hey man, I got my I got my shoot in. You got your whole Fair. fast lane. Fair. <laughs> Fair point. Uh, Speaking of great people, <laughs> the love of my life, Alexa Bliss. You just made the list. Coming on out to the ring with Mickey James. Back to back awesome segments, guys. Big Dude. breakfast. Sparkle Wolf is in full control of this show. Uh, oh, okay, so that was times. not Alexa's best mic work at the it beginning. Was not. But then again, I will give it to her. It's extremely hard to sell jokes that you know aren't funny. Yes. Um, that being said, I sincerely hope that Becky survives to make six Child's Play movies. True. Very true. <laughs> In that exact year span of time. What a da- You know what, though? Also, what a dated joke. Like, it's so dated. There hasn't been a Child's Play movie, and I want to say, like, 1999 was probably the last one. Yeah. And it was probably The Bride of Chucky. And I don't even know anything about those movies, but I'm going to say that was the last one. I thought it was The Revenge of Chucky or something like that. I don't know. Do you want me to look up when The Bride of Chucky was? Bride. Don't waste your browser history on Chucky Bride right now. Bride of Chucky. 1998. Was that the last There's one? There's six Child's Play movies, I think. I think that was the last one. 1998. I was off by a year. Sequels. Wow. Uh-oh. Wow. No. There was, they made... What the hell? They made... A, um, Curse of Chucky. In, there we go. That's the one I was thinking of. In 
2013? My God. You know what? Still fucking dated joke. That's four years ago. I remember thinking, okay, Alexa, I don't know. Have you tried like shooting her and setting her on fire? Like that seems to work. But then again, he came back for five more movies. Very true. Like The Miz, he won't go away and nope. keeps doing Marine movies. So Becky comes out and she says some Has stuff. Has a declaration, which a Becky... A declaration. That was actually... But this was a blissertation, okay? Well, I, I bet you Becky came up with that pun and they she decided to make did. it. Yeah. She loves puns. And then here comes fucking Natalia. <laughs> she called her fucking Beaker. She comes out and she funny. calls Becky Beaker and you can see Becky say... Did you just call me a Muppet? Like, <laughs> Okay, can we talk about Natalia's mic work? Because it just always seems she is, and the two of us will find this hilarious, she seems like someone who is at her first tryout for a fucking community college play where they come out and then they go, oh, I better say my lines. Wow, Becky. It was yeah. so stupid. Well, that's how I see a lot of... Um promo work is as as if i'm watching an audition process for a show because i've done so many auditions like college stuff yeah and a lot of the time when i watch aj styles do stuff i'm like i feel like i'm watching a cold read right now (laughs) that he literally had like 30 seconds to look at this script and then just said it that's every time natalia comes out it's natalia is the fucking worst god she's so bad but um Alexa saying, okay, um, let me explain this in a way that's nice and then completely decimating the her. The worst like, there was. <laughs> my question is, why the fuck is wardrobe and hair even letting Mickey out there with a whole row of her extension tracks showing? You could see the line of glue of where her extensions were in her hair. I mean, like, I It was know. the cheapest, most terrible thing I've ever seen. I was embarrassed for her. But when she said, so... Basically, Alexa was going to announce who she was going to have a opponent, yes. but she ended up she wasn't going to have anybody because, yes. like, literally, there was she. Whatever. She already beat them all. Yes, of well, course. <laughs> John Pinkle, it's because she you ran out of names. Um, but Mickey was like, "Oh, it's because it was going to be me," and then she got the most lukewarm reception from the crowd yeah. ever, womp, and it was womp. fucking hysterical. <laughs> So Daniel Bryan comes out and he says, oh, Alexa. I fucking failed you on that blissertation. You don't get your doctorate. (laughs) Oh, Alexa. And he says, well, I guess you're just going to fight everyone that's available. Daniel Bryan and I share the same feelings on Alexa. And I said, that's a terrible idea, Daniel Bryan. (laughs) How dare you? Why do people insist on telling Daniel Bryan that he can't do things like he's not the general manager? Yes. He's like, um, that's literally my job. I was like, you can't do that. And he's like, why does everyone tell me that? Like, it's my job. I can do like I can tell you to do whatever I want. And and he also announces that we're going to have a holla holla tag team. match. <laughs> and I laughed pretty hard. So then next up, we had Alexa Bliss and Mickey James taking on Becky Lynch and Natalia. Is it cruel for me to suggest that they just demote Natalia from Ingring Talent to just trainer? Because she's oh so fucking bad God. at acting. Wow. Like, is that cruel? It's a little cruel. But yeah, why Are you not? commenting on my Instagram pictures, like, while we're doing a podcast? I commented on that about, I want to say, 10 minutes ago. Oh, look at that. Anyways, so, yeah. that match was essentially like watching a match that's the same thing we'll see at Mania, minus like three people. Yes. Like, uh, she said Naomi's too injured, but with that new Mania match stipulation whatever announcement Naomi's totally oh yeah she's totally gonna be in this is she gonna win the mat the title yeah I would assume so but imagine if Maurice competes and wins it 
Oh my god. That would be weird. I don't think they'll do that. It would be that. fucking hysterical. <laughs> so Natalia turns on Becky. Alexa takes Shocker. the pin away from Mickey. And then we get a pretty nice Mick kick to Alexa Bliss. It was real nice. And Mickey James raises the title over her head and then seemingly just walks away. Main event time. AJ Styles taking on Randy Orton. The winner goes on to face Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania for the WWE Championship. Um, this match was pretty good. I didn't expect it to be anything less than pretty good or just regular good. Full Nelson slam. That shit was fucking crazy. And the finish to this match was fucking fantastic. The fake out 450 splash with Randy Orton going for the RKO, but uh, AJ had it scouted. Then he goes They're for so the brilliant. 450 again, and Randy Orton rolls out of the way and then lifts AJ up into an RKO for the pinfall. It was and Randy fucking Orton brilliant. Wins the match. It was very, very good. Yeah, so. the, watching the videos of it, especially, it looks super weird on loop. Like you can't tell. Like if you just watch yeah. it over, you can't tell what like what is going. Yeah, what is going on? You think like, oh, he didn't jump yet, and it's like, no, it's because he faked him out. Like it was just so. It, I don't know. It yeah, was great. it was good stuff. Pretty good match. Yeah. And then we uh, we head on into 205 Live, and uh, Austin Aries hits the ring, <laughs> and he's going to interview his greatest interview of all time himself. Dude, that's so fucking funny. He's hilarious. This is good shit. It was great shit. Aries says he's going to wrestle. He's a wrestler now, and new nasty Neville comes out and introduces that... He is on the Neville level. Does the Neville level go to 11? I think the Neville level goes to 11. I'm pretty sure. Neville level goes to 11. (laughs) Sorry. Neville, he comes out and starts talking, and literally, like, the second he starts talking, the what chants start. Like, uh, poor Neville. Like, he's so easily outshone by, like, everyone. Oh, I'd also like to say that Neville cut a fantastic promo the night before on Raw when Aries was interviewing him. I thought he he's leaps and bounds better than he was before. On and then the he got mic. punched in the face. Then he got punched in the face, yes. But, um, yeah, the A-double level, the Neville level. Goes to 11. Maybe even 12. There's just a whole bunch of stuff Because Gravity on. forgot him. Why would it go to 11? Very true. <laughs> Can we please talk about the odd couple tag team of Rich Swan and Jack Gallagher? Which I am such a weird fan of. I never thought of it, and I actually weirdly love it. Tell me about this hip-hop thing was the funniest shit I've ever heard. But It's like you've that, never seen Jervis Cottonbelly before? I guess not. Yee. Before that... <laughs> Noam Dar, you just made the list. Comes in and he's like, "Oh, Alicia Fox," and then he walks away. I can't remember what he said. <laughs> Marion, do you remember what he said? I don't right, care. Cool. He's so adorable. We then had Noam Dar and Arya Davari taking on Rich Swan and Jack Gallagher. Side note: Since uh, Seamus is now confirmed above Dolph Ziggler, does that make Arya Davari the Dolph Ziggler of the cruiserweights? Yes. <laughs> I was going to say I'd rather watch Arya Davari matches than Dolph Ziggler matches, but I don't know if I'm ready for that kind of commitment. I'm close. I'm telling you. Like, Dolph Ziggler, I don't care about him in the least bit. Like, I'm so bored. I'm so bored with Dolph Ziggler. Oh, that's so funny to me. Which is sad because I generally used to like Dolph Ziggler and now I just don't care. Well, like, don't get us wrong. He's not bad. No, I just don't care. Except the zigzag's pretty terrible. 
<laughs> but my question is, why would they even put such a boring person like Arya Davari in a match with such highly I, charismatic people? I just don't understand why WWE loves Arya Davari so much. They have kind of s- like we didn't understand why they love Roman Reigns so much. Oh, actually, you know, we understood why Vince loves Roman Reigns so much. But yeah, but it's 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 puzzling to me because I feel like there's so many other people. Mustafa could- Ali. But see, here's here's the thing. Mustafa Ali's not a heel. So, I mean, yeah. Arya Davari is the only other established... Well, no, that's Tony not fucking Nies. true. Well, Tony Nese wrestled in the main event. And you but, have fucking legal, legal Drew Gulak. But He's I think everyone heel. secretly likes Drew Gulak. I mean... Because I they should. Yeah. So... We'll get to Tony mm, Nese later. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. This match was fun. Sure, Jack Alher in the splash. corner, dressed like a watermelon. Yep. Ended with the Phoenix Splash. Fun match. We had Akira Tozawa versus Brian Kendrick. Huh? It wasn't really Brian Kendrick. It was another lesson in Tozawa one or something. He was just Brian Kendrick, not the Brian Kendrick. Yes. And then we had the main event, which was Austin Aries returning to the ring. In that jacket. On, in, in the f- furry jacket to take on Tony Nese. And this match was, it was fine. It was basically just to show off Austin Aries to a, a different crowd. I have... Uh- Notes on that match being that he kept subtly trolling Tony Nese's physique the whole time. Yeah. And it was so fucking funny because Lord knows I do not like Tony Nese. But Mauro Ronaldo, when he had said like hitting him like a pinata full of candy and Corey was like, why are you doing that? Like, why would you just because <laughs> just because Austin Aries isn't here doesn't mean you can make such terrible jokes. <laughs> and Morrow said analogy. He was like, they're analogies, like painting the word pictures. It's why I'm here. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> but it's like that match. Like, because we were talking about heels in the cruiserweight division and how like Arya Davari is a heel and obviously Tony and maybe Bulak. But it's like they went. Okay, yeah, Aries is over with the crowd already, but we need to get somebody, like, who are we going to put against him in a match? Like, oh, I've got it. Like, who's that one guy, the one that looks like a greasy Drew Gulak? Like, oh, Nice, yeah, let's do that. Nobody likes him. Literally, Tony Nice. Tony Nice. yep. Trying to wear Mark Andrews colors and not doing it. Wow. But literally, okay, so he almost literally got beat up with Austin Aries' charisma. Yeah, he did. He got like honestly, he flicked his nose. He freaking did his like, hit his head. He was it was brilliant. Like it for being it was comedic and simple. But I had said this before. Tony Nice is great at losing. He is Tony Nice. He did Good have some momentum. enhancement talent. He did have some momentum going into this match. I believe he won like two matches last week. So I mean, it's he was in. If we're going in kayfabe, a formidable opponent. So. What are they? What do they call a premier athlete? He is a premier enhancement talent. Damn, Austin Aries wins with the roaring elbow. Uh, I enjoy that. Legit good cartwheel. Yes, I always bitch about cartwheels. I'm like that cartwheel was ugly as shit, but that one was actually pretty good. Good on you, Aries. Yep, Aries wins. There you go. I would like to see him with the title as a late birthday present. Well, to moi, maybe we will see that. That would be great. NXT only. I watched NXT. Oh, I watched most of NXT. I only watched part of the main event because you told me to watch the main event. All right, I'm going to run down NXT please real quick. Please do that now, please. Here we yeah. go. Ty Dillinger versus Eric Young never actually got started. Roderick Aww. Strong got the shit beat out of him. No Way Jose came out. Oh, that's a change. Eric Young and Sanity beat the shit out of Ty Dillinger and No Way Jose. There that's was a-, a change. Roderick Strong getting the shit kicked out of yeah, him. Yeah, he was all fucked up. Good, because he loves to kick the shit out of other people. 
Uh, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce segment. They are trying to figure out where to hang something. Ember Moon's like, hey, I don't like you guys. Uh, And then, Marianne, I should have probably told you about this. There was an Alistair Black promo. You're fucking kidding. Without actually mentioning it was him, but it was definitely him. And it was there was tattoos on the face involved. There, you didn't see his face. You could tell by his voice, and you did see his tattoos. Oh, so there was a Guten Tag sounding voice. <laughs> no, that it was, was my much favorite. More sinister. There are no good people. He's there a very no friendly people. sounding guy, though in it real was, life. It was good shit. Guten Tag. Uh, we had Andrade Cien Almas taking on Holy Shit. It's Ho Ho Loon, and that match was a match that happened. Uh, Billy Kay versus Ember Moon. At the end of the match, Billy Kay was all hurt or something. I don't know. What the fuck? The ever. revival She's boring as shit. Taking on the debuting Ely brothers. These two huge twins. Uh, well, never mind. That shit never happened because the authors of Pain NXT, beat the shit the out of NXT. The matches everybody. that never happened is Basically. what that should be called. Uh, it is announced that at NXT TakeOver Orlando, Ember Moon will take on Asuka for the NXT Women's Championship. That should be cool. Cassius Ono has an interview, and it was awesome because I love Ono. He's great. Oh, no. <laughs> Bobby Roode did an interview where he called Cassius Ono a hippie from the 70s. He's not wrong. And then in the main <laughs> event, we had Who TJ. Who to hip-hop? He forgot that part. True. In the main event, we had TJ Perkins taking on Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, this match was very good. Battle it, of the sick entrance themes. It was very fun. It was good stuff. And um, Shinsuke dabbed on TJP. Oh, my God. And uh, Shinsuke gets whoever. That sounds so terrible if you don't know what dabbing is. True. Shinsuke wins, and Shinsuke gets the winner of Bobby Roode versus Cassius Ono next week. Oh, no. So we will see what happens there. Oh, no. And now we have, I believe, questions from Facebook, which I did not. You didn't look at them ahead of time. Shame. Well, I didn't get alerts on any of these. So Jaren asks, newly on the list, newly on the list, Jaren, with the current Mania weekend matches, both NXT and main roster, which matches do you guys think will steal their respective shows or the entire weekend? Ooh. What, What do you got? I'm real bad at predicting things, though. You want me to look up the NXT TakeOver card so far for Orlando? I feel like the Asuka Ember Moon is going to be amazing regardless. So here is the... Oh. (laughs) I think we forgot to mention that Dean Ambrose is fine after being beat up by Big Breakfast, by the way. Yeah, whatever. He, He literally got out of the ambulance while it was driving and walked back to the arena. So, because he's Dean and he can't die. I actually haven't um, looked at this card until now, and I am very interested. Would you like to hear the NXT takeover? No, but you're going to tell me anyway. That was a joke. Um, the debuting Alistair Black <gasps> taking on Andrade Cien Almas. Oh my god, that's going to be fucking killer! I'm going to tell you right now, Jaren. That's probably going to be. That match is going to steal the show. Yeah, we sure. don't even need to look at the rest of it. Fucking Tommy fucking end. Though Tyler Bate is defending the WWE United States. Against United Pete Dunne. Kingdom against Pete Dunne. Oh, so shit. We could see Yeah, Pete that. Dunne's winning that. I think Pete Dunne's going to win it. So. Because it's Pete Dunne. There you go. And on um on Mania. uh, Whatever. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Like, I feel like most of the matches haven't even formed yet. I mean, ooh, boy. My biggest thing... I think Jericho and Owens could steal the show. I think they could do good. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not looking forward to fucking Shane McMahon versus AJ Styles. 
that is a waste of AJ Styles, and we should not be doing this shit. No offense, Dad Shane. We love you, Dad Shane, the people's McMahon. It is terrible. And why did I close this? I need to look at the other questions. There you go. That's what I think. And maybe, you know what? Maybe that um, the Raw women's match will probably also. I have a good feeling about that. I think they'll do some crazy shit. Oh, he I'm going to be real pissed if Baron Corbin gets the title off Dean. <laughs> That's not funny. Like, I'm going to be really pissed off. Like, I'm going to deliberately not watch. Okay. And I'm already mad because Chuck Taylor is only booked at one show that weekend. Well, I mean. He should be booked at more because Chuck Taylor is number one on my list and he is also the best. Oh, well, Kevin asks. Kevin asks a lot of questions. How Thanks, do you feel Kevin. about AJ's program for Mania? Don't you think it's a little sad that he isn't in the main event after the kind of year he had in 2016? Um, well, I just said what I what I don't want to happen. I don't think it's sad that he's not in the main event. Yes, I believe AJ Styles does deserve to be in the main event. I would just like for him to have a better opponent than Shane McMahon. Yet again, no offense to Dad Shane, but he is a Dad Shane, not a Shane McMahon. True. A Dad Shane McMahon. How do you feel about KO versus Y2J for the United States Championship? Awesome that they're making the U.S. title feel somewhat important. Sad that it's not for the United or the Universal title. Well, I think um, I, I think it's good that they're making the U.S. title important. Because, I'm happy that Jericho has it. Yeah, that too. I am also excited that the U.S. title is actually being defended in. Well, actually, I feel like was it defended in a one-on-one match last year? I can't remember. I feel like this is a good. Last Part. Mania was garbage. Yeah, I barely remember anything that happened. Was it? It was that was Undertaker Shane, right? Yeah, Jericho AJ. Okay, I'm starting to remember it. Anyway, I'm sorry. Don't do that to yourself. <laughs> yes, it is awesome that they're making the U.S. title feel somewhat important. That title needs to feel a lot more important than it has for a while. Uh, and then he says, I, "I don't, I don't understand this. Have you seen my newest music video?" Oh, he's an artist. No, oh, do you think it? Do you think it should be the Evil Usos? The for sure entrance music. Yes, entrance I've, music. I've seen it video? and heard it. Yes, I, <laughs> Kevin, I have not. Um, sure, why not? But you know what? I really like New Nasty Usos theme, and I mean, you can have the video at least. I like the theme. I'll get back to you on this. And then he sent a heart, which I mean, all right, dude. We see you whoring yourself out there, Kevin. Okay. Do we got anything else? Um. No, but I feel like we should have a guest soon. I feel like Kevin should definitely be a guest on here. He'd be so down for that. Um, also, so I can get my Sami Zayn hat. Uh, I feel like there was something else I was going to say. We were going to talk about whether or not we were going to do TNA. I feel like we should do TNA. Yeah, we'll um, see when it is. If it's on Wednesdays, we'll probably do it. If it's not, then I'm not going to bother with it. Yeah, because when am I going to watch it when I get home from work on Thursdays? Nope. Mm, yeah. I don't know. And I don't want to record on Fridays. <laughs> I mean, we could, but I don't yeah, but want let's to not do that. I do not want to do that. How great is it that Chuck Taylor tweeted that he was he he emailed TNA asking for his release and they were like, you were never employed. That's funny. Harsh is fucking so fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I feel the new regime. He should probably maybe get some bookings over there. Maybe because he's great. Yeah, looking, and he's also a good wrestler. If you if you look past his his child hatred and his, he's just great. Okay, God. Speaking of great, Tim Donst. Oh, actually, uh. you know what? I wanted to mention one thing about my rant at the top of the show, and I'm gonna send Dan a message. 
immediately up, after Dan? this because he had mentioned like the people that pay to go see the show want to see like an actual like match match. And I, Dan, I, I think we had already spoken about that. I'm like, oh, I completely understand that. So if you were offended by the beginning, which I don't think you were, I apologize, but only to you, He's not to all the other. He doesn't get offended. Not to all the other fucking marks. <laughs> Dan's um, the best. Also, Dominic's great too. Dominic is great. Dominic retweeted something I said about Tim Donst and he said imagine the day that Tim Donst replies to this and Marianne has a heart attack wow and Tim Donst liked it of course he did yeah also throwback to the day that he uh foolishly implied that he would marry me I tweeted that probably the stupidest thing Tim Donst has ever done and he's done a lot of stupid shit so confirmed he shaved Gavin's head and then ate his hair that's like so stupid, but I still think that implying that he would totally be down to marry me was like the worst thing he's ever done. Probably, yes. Not gonna lie though, I'd be uh, a great wife. Love you, Tim. <laughs> Anyways, this has been Tim Don's cast. <laughs> uh, I'm halfway through Progress's la- latest show. It's very good. Go check out that. I think it's um, I don't know. Just look up Progress Wrestling and go support them. They're pretty great. Uh, Tetsuya Naito is still your IWGP Intercontinental Championship. Los in Governables de Hopon. Okay, let's get to some plugs, shall we? Uh, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter, Tornado Tag Radio. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice, and you can follow Marianne on Twitter. Sailor Moon Salt. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Search Tornado Tag Radio. Rate and review us as well. And also subscribe to us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G. Shout out to Finally North. They do our music, soundcloud.com slash finally north or just finallynorth.com. Head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com and buy one of our Tornado Tag Radio shirts. Support Tornado Tag Radio and all of the other podcasts on the Night of the Living Geeks Network. Become a Patreon, patreon.com slash N-O-T-L-G. Huge shout out. To Chris Brazilian underscore Fury on the Twitters for being our newest and greatest. Dare I say greatest? No, I don't dare because I already said it. Patreon. Uh, Chris, oh boy. I've been very inactive on Twitter trying to think of something to say to you right now. Imagine having a brand on Twitter, John. Yeah. I mean, I would, you know. How great was Forever Chuck trending today on Twitter? Wrong Chuck Taylor's trending, in my opinion. I mean, I I don't know, because I wasn't on Twitter. I've said this. Yep, I know that. That's why I brought it up. I wasn't on Twitter. I don't know what happened at all today on Twitter, or probably yesterday. If Twitter was the only way you could find out current events, John, you would be so far behind in life. It's true, but that's usually how most people do find out current events is on Twitter. That's also true, yeah. So yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea what's going on. That's about it. Uh, Join us again next week as we talk about all these shows. And Marianne probably talks about how she's going to PWG or something. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I am doing that. Yep. Cool. That's next week. And I swear to God, if best friends lose, I'm going to be really mad. That would be like the worst birthday thing ever. Oh, man. Well, get ready. That's not fucking funny. The Brits are a-coming. That's not fucking funny. All right. So there's only one thing left to do. So, Marianne, if you will. Ring the bell. (laughs) Yeah.